Are you spiritual but not religious? Well, listen into another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose as she describes what she understands is the primary difference between spirituality and religion. Where do you fit in all this? Well, let's find out now and let's get started. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hello again and welcome back to Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. Today, I want to talk about spirituality and religion. What's the difference? And, you know, it's kind of interesting because you hear that a lot now. People will say things like, well, no, I'm, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. And over the years, as I've been doing my work, because I myself have used that same expression. And lots of you have used that expression and continue to use that expression. But what exactly does it mean? When I go back into my earlier years, and if somebody was to say to me, are you religious? I would always say no, always. Because when I was young and I was growing up, I was exposed to a church environment, but the people that ran the church weren't necessarily the best people. And there was negativity there. And so my ability to believe in the goodness of what they were teaching when they didn't do what they were teaching, I guess that just shows you, doesn't it? You learn by example. Um, And that also applies to our kids and to how we present ourselves. But I digress. Hang around until the end of this particular conversation, because I'm going to pull a card from the, the animal spirit guides, just because the animal spirit guides are part of our spiritual world. (laughs) So what I want to do is I want to differentiate between what do we mean or what do most people mean when they say, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. You know, I can remember when I took a healing course, it was a healing touch course. And the assistant, the the, the instructor was an RN and the assistant was an ordained minister. And at the coffee break, the first coffee break, we had done an exercise prior. and I was getting a cup of coffee and the assistant came over to me and she said, we were just talking and she said to me, she said, Sharon, would I be out of line if I was to suggest you had a calling? And I thought she was talking about religion and church and the structure. And I said, well, I don't think I would do very well, maybe on a hillside, but I wouldn't do well in a building. And what I was doing was trying to differentiate religion and spirituality, because even then, way, way back, that's way back in the early days, I still really didn't have a spiritual sense I knew there was more. I've always known there was more, always. And I always knew I was more, but I never knew how that fit in, how that worked. What is is the God about that? What does the Jesus fit into that? Where does all of the teachings of the church fit into that? Because that's all I knew at that point, really. I mean, I hadn't been exposed to a lot of spirituality. And she said to me, she said, no, that's not what I mean. What I mean is what you're able to do. It took me eight years to learn how to do. And it made me realize that there, A, well, there was something that I was doing that was a little more advanced than the average person or different than the average person. People were struggling to learn what I already knew, which I didn't even know I already knew. If Does that make sense? You know, sometimes you're doing things. It's like, you know, I watch American Idol a lot or not American Idol. America's Got Talent. And I watch some of these singers, especially the younger ones, come up on the stage and, and they're going to sing and, and they're so shy and they're really nervous and anxious and stressed. And then they open their mouths and sing a song and they are unbelievable. They're incredible. They can sing like angels and they're just amazing. And, and then at the end, they're done their song 
and they'll start to cry. They'll get really shy. They'll stutter. They'll stammer. They're, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys are reacting that way. And they're in shock. So they, they have a gift. And when they're singing and using that talent, they're aware that they can sing. But before they actually open their mouths to sing, they're really not sure they're very good at this. And they're, after they're done, they can't believe the response they're getting. That's spirituality right there. That's knowing. And that's where I was in my spiritual aspect. It had nothing to do with the church. It had nothing to do with the structure or the dogma or organized religion or any particular religion or the rigidities that I saw inside of a church structure. So that's the way I felt. I felt like, oh, oh, it looks like I have something going on that I'm not aware of, that others can seem to see, feel, and reflected back over my lifetime. And I could see moments where people would come to me with their story or their struggle or their challenge, and particularly in high school. It was hilarious. I never dated. I wasn't dating at all. And I mean, I wanted to date. There was guys I thought were cute. I just, I never did. And, but my girlfriends that were dating would get into these binds with their, their dating partners, or they'd get into these little emotional quandaries. They'd come to me. And yet I wasn't dating. You know, you'd think you'd go to somebody that is, you know, already proven the ground and are good at dating, but it's because they saw something that I didn't know was there. Now, I'm going to fast forward here a little bit and go back into some facts. There's approximately one in five North Americans now are identifying as spiritual, but not religious. So as I'm talking about people who can sing, but aren't aware that they can sing that well, or people like myself who were very spiritually active, but didn't realize we were spiritually active, you are probably on that spectrum somewhere yourself. You are psychic. Every human on the planet is psychic. And every human on the planet has intuition. Whether you belong to organized religion, uh, you may call it something else, or whether you're working as a healer, uh, uh, maybe you're a, a massage therapist, maybe you're a chiropractor or you're physio, or you're doing some kind of hands-on healing, or whether you're a psychic or you're a medium or you're working with crystals or whatever, or yoga is a big, big part of the new spiritual movement, what is considered the new spiritual movement. I don't consider it new because it's been going on for about the last 20 years, but there's a lot of people that, and, and art and music and all of the arts and performing arts. And what that comes right back to singing, doesn't it? Because what that really talks about is what is the difference between reading the good book and picking up on that and believing everything in it, or really following the teachings versus Versus using your intuition and being inspired from your soul self being inspired. Well, how does that happen? And how does that mean? How does that make spirituality versus religion relevant? And, you know, when you think about it, I, I got to tell you that the Pope just came to Alberta to honor the indigenous people of our country and to apologize to them for the horrendous things that were done to their culture in years past by the religious organization called the Catholic Church. And of course, governments were involved in that too. But the Pope came to offer this. And you know something, I am identifying as spiritual, but not religious. But I got to tell you something, I was ecstatic that the Pope was coming because not only was the Pope coming, I see him parallel to the Dalai Lama. And the Dalai Lama is the head of another religious organization called Buddhism. 
And I can remember when I was studying with the Buddhists and I went to the monk one day and I was so at home there and I just was so happy. And I was at a retreat and, oh, I was so thrilled because I was getting these teachings and I was feeling like they were right. They were real. They felt good. And I remember saying to him, I'm so glad this isn't a religion. I just love the, the philosophy of Buddhism. And he looked at me and started laughing and he said, Sharon, this is one of the oldest religions in the world. Buddhism is a religion. And I said, no way, it's not. And of course, my world is crashing. I'm thinking religion, oh no, because I'm experiencing back, I'm going back, flashing back to my childhood where there was religious figures who really were, and really now I look at it now, they were just being very human, but they weren't very nice people. Let's put it that way. And they were the ones that were running the religious organization that I was being exposed to. And so when he told me that, he says, do your homework. The Buddhist monk, when he told me it was a religion, do your homework. and. So as I looked at the Pope coming to Alberta and, and to Canada and to honoring our Indigenous people and honoring our, I was so excited because I knew that there were many, 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 many good, solid Christians who follow the teachings of Jesus Christ, who really love the Pope and are members, active members of the Catholic community, the church community. They're good people. They have good intuition. And to me, the Pope, an inspired being on this planet, teaching from the highest, best self, just like the Dalai Lama is from the Buddhist religion, teaching from his highest, best self. And so I think that what's happening right now is people are saying, I am more individual than the church is allowing me to be. I want to be more independent in my thinking and my spiritual faith than the church is allowing me to be. And so they're taking on yoga practices. They're starting to clean up diets and eat clean. They're becoming vegan versus taking any animal protein. There's all kinds of different ways people are attempting to express their spiritual selves versus religion. And so when you look at one in five identifying as spiritual but not religious, doesn't that tell you something? Young Americans, particularly young, young North Americans are identifying as spiritual, but not religious. And I think a lot of that has to do like that people are leaving organized religion in droves. And I think a lot of it has to do with, first of all, if you really look at the structure of a religious structure, like if you look at the structure of religion and then look at the structure of government, it's almost exactly the same. You've got the head, the organized person that leads the whole thing. And then you've got all the people that work underneath them. Then you've got the masses, right? Which is us, is us. And if you look at, at, at the two structures, both of them have created a great deal of disillusion for a lot of people, the government structure and the religious structure. There's a lot of dogma. There's a lot of people to making promises they're not keeping. There's a lot of things going on inside structures like religion that are not, they're not, they're not being respected. And they're not being honored and the people have been duped. And, you know, back in the day, way back, if you go back historically, you have your medical community, your political community, and your religious community where the leaders of those organizations were sometimes one person. And that person would be a shaman or a wise man or an elder, or they had some kind of name for them that they would literally represent the government, the church. And the medical community, they were the doctors. When they started splitting things off, a lot of times um, what happened is the healers would emerge 
from this structure and they were natural healers oftentimes just natural healers didn't have to inherit the title from a family member or, uh, or another spiritual person they just became healers which means that they were working inside their spiritual element versus a religious organization and they were often shunned unless somebody was having trouble having a baby or they'd gotten hurt really badly and they needed help and then they were accepted by the community, but they were often living on the outside of these communities. Today, it's the same thing. Psychics and mediums and, and spiritual people are often living outside of mainstream community, but it is changing. It's changing quite rapidly. One of the things that we're starting to recognize now is that we are all psychic. We are all intuitive. So that means that we are all spiritual beings and we truly are spiritual beings having a human experience. We made the uh, decision, the choice from spirit, from pure light, pure love and all knowing. We made the decision to come to this planet and have a human experience. And why would we do that? Why would we do that? We would do that so that we can actually have adventures. We can use all of our physical senses. And we can have all these wonderful physical experience. We can see things, taste things, feel things, smell things, hear things. And what that does is it sets us apart from the religious community, the dogmatic religious community, the fundamentalists who believe in the word and the word is the truth. And they don't follow their own intuition. They're not following their own spiritual aspect and they're running around and they do a lot of conversion technique. <laughs> They're trying to convert people because they believe that if you're not converted, you're not going to go to heaven. And there's all this big dogma. There's a story that goes with it. Well, I don't believe all that. And I think a lot of people now, again, the one in five, don't believe that anymore. And so people are falling away from the religious structure. However, some of the uh, religious teachings are astounding and amazing. And some of these spiritualist teachings are astounding and amazing. And if the two could come together so that people can understand that we do control our own reality, that our lives are our power. I am spirit. I am spirit in the flesh. And they teach that those words are said exactly like that in religious dogma in religious communities, in religious tenets and structures, but they're not meant the same way. I control my reality because when they say a religious community, you are spirit in the flesh, but you owe it to, there's a debt to be paid. Whereas when you're a spiritualist and you're saying, I am spirit in the flesh, what you're saying is I am all powerful and I can make decisions and good choices. I am responsible for myself and my well-being. And there's a big difference, isn't there? I just love the spiritual component. I can remember years back, somebody would say something to me about spirituality, I'd be like religion. And even now, when I have clients come to see me, they know they're coming to see a psychic, but they still need to understand the difference. And oftentimes I'll ask them, have you been to see a psychic before? Do you know the difference between mediumship and, and psychic work? And what is your religious background or what is your spiritual background? What is your spiritual practice? Do you have a religious practice? It's important that we know that because I believe there are a lot of Christians and Buddhists and Muslims and Jewish and all the religions of the world. I don't know them all. Hindu. There's all kinds of there are some amazing, amazing. Look at Mother Teresa. She was an amazing woman who made a huge difference in the slums of poverty stricken. She made a huge difference in the world. 
she ended up going in front of world leaders and invoking change. It's just a simple woman that came from the Catholic faith, came from a religious community. I believe there are some amazing figures in the spiritual religious communities that are learning from the tenets and the teachings and following the laws and rules of their religious structure. I also believe there's some amazing, outstanding spiritual beings inside the spiritual community, my community, where there's psychics and mediums and and healers and holistic practitioners and Reiki practitioners and massage therapists and all these people that are doing hands-on work and really helping others evolve to become the very best highest self and teaching empowerment and teaching enlightenment, just like the churches teach empowerment and teach enlightenment, but doing it more through you choose structure versus you believe this or you're going to hell structure. And I think that's where people are, why people are moving away. They want that power. They want, now people are still struggling with taking responsibility for themselves. They still want to people, human nature still wants to, the tendency when things go wrong is blame somebody or something. Whereas a church allows you to do that. You can blame somebody or something, but spirituality, true spirituality will not allow you to do that because you are responsible for your own well-being. You are the keeper of your story. You are the writer of your book. You are the one that lights your flame. You cannot, if I'm having a bad day, I can't turn around and say, well, I had an argument this morning with my husband and I'm having a bad day because he ruined it. No, 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 no. That doesn't fly. If he's having a bad day, that's on him. If you're having a bad day, that's on you. So spirituality and religion. Religion is more organized. It's more structured. It's more learning by the book. It's more following the written word and following it to the T and Trusting that in many cases in religion, that if somebody's not following your religion, that there's something wrong with them and they're going to go to hell. Spirituality is saying, I am responsible for myself. I don't need a structure around me. I don't need a community around me to tell me how to believe. Although, trust me, we do need community. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. We need community. The holistic practitioners and the spiritual people out there that are not connected to religious communities, we need community. We need the spiritual community around us as well. But we are more active in things like yoga, meditation. We're more active in all of those categories. And that's basically the difference is we're not following a religious teaching. We're following our inner guidance. Wow. Yes. And I like following my inner guidance. Okay, I'm going to pick a card for you. And the cards I'm picking is from, as mentioned earlier, the Animal Spirit Guides. If any of you have more questions about religion versus spirituality, feel free to drop me a line at Sharon, SharonRose.com. So it's Sharon at SharonRose.com. And also, if you're interested in, you know, exploring this a little more and you want to come in and actually have a conversation on the website, SharonRose.com, there's a booking form. You can actually go there and you can request an appointment and you'll get some information. You can decide from there if coming in to see me is what you want to do. Aside from that, I really hope that you really step into your own personal power and you allow, whether you're a Christian, again, a Muslim, uh, a Hindu, wherever, whatever religion you are representing or feeling the strong connection to, you can be an individual spiritual person inside those structures as long as you allow yourself to be responsible for you and don't blame everybody else, including God, for things that go wrong in your life. All right, I picked a card and I picked the blue heron. 
Miss Card says, make a stand for what you believe in and do what feels right in spite of any judgment or disapproval from others. One of the biggest challenges we have in our culture right now is judgment and criticism. And religion is a big part of that. So it doesn't matter if you're religious or if you're spiritual, it doesn't matter. But make a stand for what you believe in. Stand beside it and do what feels right in spite of any judgment or disapproval from others. That's it for now. I had a lot of fun with this one, you guys. I really like this topic. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. If you love listening to this podcast, we have one little favor to ask you. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. If you love learning from Sharon, well, she's got a few great courses that are ongoing. Why don't you register for Kitchen Witchin? It's on now. All you have to do for more information is go to kitchenwitchin.ca. Or if you'd like to book an appointment with Sharon for a reading, or if you'd like to know more about Sharon, her psychic services, coaching sessions, and more workshops, go to SharonRose.com. That's Sharon with a Y. We'll talk to you next time. 